You are listening to the Ditch the Budget podcast, and I am your host, Heidi Ramore. I'm a wife, a mom of two young boys, and I've spent the last 17 years in financial services as a licensed financial planner, insurance specialist, and debt crusher. My goal is to show you that there's more to life than counting calories and paying bills, and that you truly can get out of debt and build wealth without the restrictive budgets and complicated spreadsheets. So if you're ready to reduce your financial stress and truly live the life of your dreams, then tune in and let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of the Ditch the Budget podcast. Today I'm going to talk about the five elements of a cash flow plan. And these elements are really truly integral to any sort of a plan that you want in order to spend your money in alignment with your financial goals and also save and invest in all of the things to do with your money. So the very first thing that you want in a cash flow plan, and this is where it differs from a traditional budget, the very first thing that you need to do for your plan is you need to define your financial goal. You need to figure out what is it that I want to achieve in the short term. So short term is the next six months to 18 months. What is it that's really important? And it could be something like, you know, you need to uh, fix your roof or you need to buy winter tires finally. Something financial in nature that you know needs to probably happen in the next six to 18 months. Maybe it's a family vacation. Maybe, you know, you need to hire some help around the house in order to make your household run a little bit better. Whatever that goal is, you need to define it. You need to put a time period on it. When is this event going to occur? And then also you need to put a dollar amount around it. So if it's, for example, you need to fix your roof uh, or get a new water heater. I just had a client that needed to, they know they need a new water heater in the next few months. So what did I do? I went to her and I said, you need to define it. How much is that water heater going to cost? When do you need to get it done by? And that way we're able to put a dollar figure around it and we can plan for it. So I need you to do this for the short term. So six to 18 months the medium term, so that's like 18 months to the next five years, and then the longer term, so that's anything that's five years and out. And things in the longer term are probably things to do with retirement, saving for your kid's education, maybe having a buying a pool for your home, something that's a little bit more of a financial goal and a reach, but it's something that you definitely want to achieve in the the longer term. So you really need to define those three areas, short-term, medium-term, and long-term financial goals. The second element of a cash flow plan is you need to do an audit of your current finances. You need to go back, and this is the part where most people just, they don't do it. And it's a shame because there's a lot of information and a lot of things that you will uncover in your past spending in order to help us figure out how to set your cash flow plan for future spending. I mentioned this in the last episode, in the very first episode about, you know, if you want to spend $150 a week on groceries, but your lowest grocery bill over the last 12 months was $250, it's going to be a pretty big stretch for you to consistently shave $100 off of your grocery bill every single week. It needs to be more realistic from your spending habits. So we need to take a look at that. Are you meal planning? Are you 
you know, taking advantage of sales cycles within the grocery store? If the answer to that is no, then we absolutely can probably save some money. But are we able to save the $100 a week of what you want to be spending on groceries? That might be a little bit of a stretch. So we need to make your cash flow plan very realistic as well. And the only way to be able to do that is to do an audit over the last 12 months. You know, if you're 12 months is very scary for you, then at least the last three months, right? Go back at least the last three months. I want you to go back through your credit card statements, your bank account statements, and really do an audit and figure out where the money has been going. Figure out what your bills are, right? A lot of times what happens is we uncover, and this is kind of step three, uh, the third element of the cash flow plan is identifying those money leaks. And a lot of times this audit is going to do exactly that. It's going to identify those money leaks for you so that you're able to plug them. And that's number three is plug your money leaks. So what is a money leak? A money leak is somewhere, you know, have you ever... Maybe some of you can relate to this. If you've ever signed up for one of those subscription boxes, you know the ones, right? They come every quarter and then you kind of just long enough that you kind of forget about it. You forget to cancel it if you don't want it to continue. And then all of a sudden you get billed for it. It shows up on your doorstep and then you kind of like it, but you don't also want to be paying for it or you're trying to maybe cut back in some areas. So Um, your audit, your three month to 12 month audit will definitely uncover some of those money leaks. Maybe some of those subscriptions that you forgot to cancel and they add up, right? The $5 here, the $10 there, they really truly do add up, especially if it's something that we don't maybe think about. Uh, I know for our family, one of our money leaks was subscription channels that we would, we would do the trial, the free trial of a new channel that was online, let's say Crave or I don't even know some of the ones that we signed up for and you forget about it, right? And then all of a sudden, 30 days later, after your trial's finished, then you get billed the $8.99 for this channel and you think, ah, it's only $9, whatever. I'll, I'll make sure that I get to canceling it. And then what happens? Six months goes by and you forget to cancel it. In the meantime, you know, that $9 you've been paying for the last six months is now $54 that you've just blown on a channel that you don't even watch, right? So that would be a really great example of uncom- uncovering a money leak. I find that sometimes there's a lot of cash being spent. Uh, Maybe not so much now, you know, at the time of this recording, there's a a global pandemic going on and cash isn't being spent as often as it, you know, might have been in the past. But there could be some purchases that you just don't know how to categorize them. And I'll give you a perfect example. Amazon, right? So if you are somebody that has Amazon purchases, you might not know exactly what that Amazon purchase was for, right? Is it, was it a necessity? Was it your diaper delivery, right? That's obviously something that you're, that you're going to need and that would continue. Or is it something that you maybe didn't need, right? So uh, some of those purchases are going to uncover themselves and you might not know exactly what they are. And that's the point, right? That's the point here is we want to be really intentional with our dollars and give every single dollar a job to do. And we can't do that if we don't know currently where we are spending that money. So doing that audit and finding those money leaks and then plugging those money leaks by either canceling those channels, you know, really being 
diligent about your Amazon purchases, for example. Maybe that means for 30 days, you're just deleting that Amazon app to really understand where the money is going and figure out a a way that you can plug that money leak. The fourth element of of every successful cash flow plan is going to be the plan itself. So developing the cash flow plan. So your cash flow plan needs to, you know, obviously know how much money you bring in. It needs to know what your fixed expenses are. So what are you committed to spending every single month in terms of your rent or your mortgage, your property taxes, your your electricity, you know, things like that. Your daycare costs. Those are all pretty much fixed and don't fluctuate for the most part, from month to month. If they do fluctuate, so sometimes, uh, you know, I find an electricity bill, for example, could fluctuate. So then what you want to do is when you're doing that audit, you want to find either, which again, you need to feel into what feels good to you, but, uh, you know, finding either the highest bill over the last 12 months and, and use that in your cash flow plan or take an average over a rolling 12 basis. So over the last 12 months, what was the average electricity bill, for example, and that will give you a really good indication of how much you spend. So you're going to go do that exercise. You're going to start creating the plan. Now, the plan is somewhere where I really dive in deep with my private clients. But to give you like a very good overview, essentially what you want to figure out is how much income is coming in, how much you know, what are your expenses? You need to address any insurance gaps that you might have. If you don't have life insurance, disability insurance, critical illness insurance, you know, even your home and auto insurance, you're going to want to take a look at that. What are your deductibles? Can you increase your deductible to maybe save some money? Can you, um, or is there an area that you just haven't addressed yet, right? And you truly don't even have that insurance. You know, you need to do it. You know, you need to get it done, but it just hasn't been done yet. That's an area where you're going to want to look at and you're going to want to plug those gaps. So you want to allocate some dollars towards that within your cash flow plan. So again, a traditional budget is not going to have that, right? It's not going to plan for the insurance that you're going to need to buy. A traditional budget is just going to look at what you're already spending. So with your cash flow plan, we're going to allocate some dollars towards insurance. We're also going to allocate some dollars towards investing and saving our money. So depending on what those financial goals are is going to tell us, you know, if you if you one of your financial goals, for example, is you want to retire early. Well, you need to figure out what that means monetarily. How much money does that mean that you need to have in the bank by age 55 if that's your retirement age? So you you would probably want to talk to a financial planner in this respect, but you could even just go online and try to figure it out on your own um, and determine what that amount of money is and then be able to put that aside every single month in order to reach that, that financial goal, right? So now we are building that in. We're not waiting until the end of the month to figure out what money is left to throw towards that. We are building that right into the cash flow plan. Um, We also need to make sure that we are, you know, fully have a fully funded emergency fund, right? So I like to say if you have debt, start with $1,000. Why $1,000? So $1,000 is most people's deductibles for their car and for their home insurance. So if you blow a tire and get into a car accident or you have an issue with your home that you need to tap into maybe some home insurance, Uh, that if you can cover that deductible, that $1,000 deductible, then that's a really good starter emergency fund. 
then I say tackle the debt and then let's go once the debt's gone then we go back to build the emergency fund to three to six months of living expenses okay so you need to make sure that we're putting money towards that emergency fund um, and you know we just want to make sure that every single dollar is accounted for so that means at the end of this exercise you should have no money left right every dollar is not spent but every dollar has been given a job whether it's to pay a bill whether it's to go into your savings account whether it's to go into your emergency fund whether it's to pay for insurance whether it's to go uh, for your retirement fund whatever the job is in alignment with your financial goal that's what you want to have your money do for you so that's creating the plan now oftentimes this is the part where clients get very overwhelmed because you don't have a degree in this, right? You don't know how to do this. This is maybe your first stab at it. And there's so many different templates you could Google. But my advice and kind of the fifth part or fifth element of this is to really seek out help in this area. Go and talk to your local financial planner um, and ask for their help in this respect. And, and you know, not there's not a lot of financial planners that are actually addressing the cash flow issues in a household. They're typically there to help solve maybe your retirement goals or maybe your insurance goals. But a lot of them, you're going to have to really look for somebody that's also looking at the cash flow planning. Uh, and that's an area where I specialize in, in addition to uh, insurance and then investing. So if you are local to me or if you live in Canada or the U.S., I'd love to help you out with your cash flow plan. So make sure you check out the show notes. I'm going to be attaching a, uh, a free cash flow planning workshop for you. And you can also join my online community, Fitness and Finance. It can be found on Facebook. So just type that in, Fitness and Finance, and please join my community. I would love to have you there. Currently, it's a community for women, and it's designed to just help Additionally, support you in your financial planning goals, also your cash flow. It's chocked full of tips and tricks along the way, and I'd just love to help support you over there. And feel free to reach out, DM me. You can find me on Instagram at Heidi Rumor. You can also find me on Facebook as well, um, Heidi Rumor. So very easy to find me. I'd love to continue this conversation and help you with your cash flow plan, but. Just to recap the five elements of your of every successful cash flow plan. Number one, define those financial goals. Number two, make sure you're doing an audit of the last at least three months to really understand where your money is going. Number three, you want to plug those money leaks. You want to find them in step two. And then step three is we want to plug those money leaks. Step four is you want to create that plan, right? Your income, your expenses, your insurance needs, your investing needs, your savings needs. And then this, the fifth step is really reach out to help, reach out for help, you know, in your area, find somebody local to you. Uh, if you're in Ontario, I'd love to help you. And if you're in Canada or the US, I can definitely help you with your cash flow planning needs and then refer you to somebody in your local area that can help with your investing and your insurance. Because um, you wanna make sure you have somebody that's licensed in your area in order to do that for you. So super excited to um, share that with everybody. I'd love to hear what you think, thought about this episode. So make sure you screenshot it, tag me on Instagram at Heidi Ramore and give me your thoughts. Love to hear from you. Talk to you soon. Bye everyone.